Welcome, everybody, to the San Antonio Realty Pros Podcast. I really hope you guys enjoy this upcoming episode. We intend to bring you guys the best real estate content possible. And you never know, you might learn a thing or two. So sit back and enjoy the show. dive into Texas Measurement Solutions here, the business um, with Colby and um, his wife. I keep forgetting your first name. Brandy. I, Brandy. Just remember you the alcohol. Like five times on the other side. It's the preferred alcohol yeah. of old men. So Colby and <laughs> Brandy. remember that well. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're here from Texas Measurement Solutions. Uh, we did a previous episode on um, their appraisal part of the business. Um, and this is sort of an offshoot of... And it's not directly correlated with or attached to the appraisal company, but I think when when they approached us and, and said, hey, this is kind of what we do, I was like, holy crap, I ain't never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, and I think that it's a super important part of our everyday business as far as real estate goes because, and I'll let you guys get into this in a second, but verifying measurements is something that Again, I didn't even realize it was like a big issue. Mm-hmm, um, right. But when you guys started explaining, I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> and, and that's why we we saw the need for TMS. Yeah. Is in our appraisal careers, we've seen it time and time and time again, which I'm sure y'all have. When the appraisal comes back, that square footage is is sometimes significantly different than what BCAD. Uh, reflects on there. Right. So we we saw a need for this, which is why we started Texas Measurement Solutions in the first place. Okay. Because there was just too much discrepancy out there. Right. And and there's you're right. There doesn't seem to be a lot of people that that are offering this service to realtors, and it's such a critical aspect of determining an appropriate listing price that we think it's essential. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about like, okay, you you guys are in the appraisal business. How long has um, Texas Measurement Solutions been operating under its own uh, deal? Since last year. Okay. We're new. Mm -hmm. We're new. So, well, that doesn't technically mean that you're unqualified or or professional. Well, you're not new because you've been doing it for 15 years. TMS is new. Doing subcorrect. He's been been measuring houses since 2006, but since last year, we found an avenue where we can work directly with realtors on solving this one issue and helping support you guys during your transaction process. Right. So we are appraisers, but when we're at the TMS appointments, we're not giving appraisal advice. We're not doing any of that. We just want to give you a realistic picture of uh, the property, whether or not certain rooms meet criteria for GLA inclusion, gross living area, Mm -hmm. and things like that. The TMS, we really want to gear it towards pre-listing and offer our services directly to realtors to aid you in the listing process. Yeah, so this service is, is, it's also, uh, you know, a direct product for for sellers to possibly even buyers, right? So somebody can contact Mm -hmm. you, not not necessarily a real estate agent says, hey, can you guys come out and measure something for my clients? But this is something that real estate agents can put in their back pocket as a tool. Right, um, And call you guys in. I've already used it. Yeah, and and David's already used Mm -hmm. you guys a couple times, I guess. But um, so let's, can you guys explain why it's important? Like just what are the most important aspects of doing it and the reasons why it's such a valuable thing? 
I think there's a heavy, heavy reliance reliance on county tax records. Mm-hmm. And so you're saying tax- the CAD appraisals are wrong? <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you. I've seen, most of them are pretty close. If we're going to be above board about everything, most of them that we see are pretty close. It's it's the out, it's the occasional ones that we see that are so wrong. We just don't know how they got their numbers. And it's and there's tons of things that go into that. So you said that you even saw you ran into some of the county people, right? I did. Uh, they were out there measuring a new construction house. As I was measuring it. Which was the first time you'd ever seen that. In 15 years of appraising, I had never seen them out in the field. And they told me that during this, this was uh, December. December. So they said through up until tax season gets underway and people are starting to... Protesting. Uh, yeah. pro- protest yeah. that they no longer go out to properties. So, so when it gets really busy in BCAD's office, they quit physically measuring properties. So then it goes to aerials. Uh, they're doing it off builder plans, which a lot of times, and that's something that we see a lot. So somebody builds a, a spec or they build a house with a builder. They've started with an initial plan. They've changed the plan that they want during, you know, before construction is complete. Added a media it, room. Or, or before it begins. Yeah. And that's never updated in BCAT. Okay. So your 300 square foot extra that you've added in a media room or extra bedroom is not reflected on there. And that's that's money left on the table. Or a lot of two-story houses, they're just taking this, the first floor. They're just doubling it. Oh, yeah. no. So you've got that, but you've got open spaces. Um, we've unfinished got areas. Unfinished areas. Uh, on some older houses, we've done a couple down in um, like Monta Vista, down by the Pearl. And you've got a lot of these attics that have been converted into living areas. But that's still not counting in the square footage because he'll go in and the ceiling height isn't there. So per ANSI standards, which he'll that's what he uses and what the majority of appraisers use for their standards when measuring square footage of a home, it's not going to count. Right. Exactly. So what about Texas basements? Do you guys know what that is? A Texas basement? Yes. It's like an unfinished upstairs room that's just stud, right? Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, so it's like, so how does that fall into place with gross living space? It's probably not counted. Unfinished, yeah, unfinished equals zero. I mean, it could be a giant room. Yeah. It can be a giant room. I've seen, I've seen large quote-unquote conversions where people mm-hmm. will halfway convert. Uh, they'll put flooring in there. They've got a nice paint job in there, but there's no permanent heating or air source in that room. It's not heated or cooled like the rest of the house. Right, right or a permanent yes. heat source, and we can't count it. Right. So so there's a lot of things. We we don't represent ourselves as appraisers at TM or when we're on TMS appointments, but we're still looking at it with an appraiser's eye. So when this thing comes in, when an appraiser does come in, when you get a buyer on the line, is this area going to be counted or should it not be right. counted? And that's kind of the way we gauge. Yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, if, if you've got a lot of these people in these smaller three ones and and uh, you know three twos or whatever the case may be, they've converted the garage into a living area. Right. Mm-hmm. And they didn't necessarily do all the right steps to, to heat or cool it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, say that they did this and they didn't take the garage door down, but they created a stud wall behind it. They're mm-hmm. never going to open the garage door again. So from the outside looking in, it looks like it's got a one-car or two-car garage. Correct. If you go in the house... Correct. Now that's a living space. How does that go into the equation when you guys go in and, and, and check? Do you... Right. So the finished area that's done correctly, we're going to account 
But sometimes we go into the converted garage and between the garage door and where the converted space actually starts, there's five feet of storage space that's so, unfinished right. that you wouldn't you would never know that right. until you go in there. So gotcha. there's a whole plethora of things that can mm-hmm. trip up whether or not we're going to include it in livable space. Right. The great part, I feel like, too, is whenever you're called out to go and measure something. So maybe he does find this space is great, but I can't, here's your sketch. And it wasn't included because there's not a permanent heat source. Awesome. That's 500 square feet of space that we can include. All I have to do before I list this house is add a permanent heat source. Like a split AC unit or something. Right. As long as it's, as long as it's permanent. As long as it's permanent. Cut a hole and put a duck in there and hope nobody checks it. (laughs) (laughs) Our inspector. I've seen it. Our inspector go in there and be like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Chris will find that crap. Knock right it anyway. down. Right. He don't mess around, man. No. Our inspector's a beast. And there, um, there's, uh, unfortunately, I, I've seen realtors that include detached spaces. So according to the appraisal rules, if you have to exit, and I keep intertwining appraisal, because we're appraisers Well, you're following the same rules. We're appraisers guys at heart. Yeah. And so, uh, but if you have to exit the main structure to get to a space, that is not to be included in GLA or square footage. That's not appropriate. But, but we, we've seen we plenty see of MLS it. listings so where they included it. So if you have a detached it. mother-in-law, right. that's 500 square foot, how do you count that? So we're going to... that. Speaking from an appraiser's point of view, that would con- you most likely, depending on the value, would get some contri- contributory value out of that, mm-hmm. but that would not be included in the livable space. It's a detached court. So we would give it value elsewhere on the appraisal. So you give it like a separate twenty thousand dollar valuation, Cor- or depending on whatever the market's right. saying they're worth. Correct. Gotcha. Correct. It depends. It right, depends. so it, it all depends. <laughs> yeah, you, you're not gonna have a you know a three thousand square foot house, and you got a, a thousand square foot detached, and then you got like. Okay, we're going for one hundred and fifty-five dollars a square foot. Right. And there's four thousand square feet. Right, <laughs> you can't and that's do that. and that's how Texas Measurement Solutions really simplifies that part of the process of what we do because all he's doing is going in and he's giving you the square footage yeah. that can be counted. So you've got knowledge. This is how much when I'm doing my calculations, this is the square footage. Yeah. An appraiser would come in and tells you more about you know the actual valuation of that detached quarters or yeah. whatever it is. But, right. Yeah. And yeah. we give you a nice little PDF printout mm-hmm. that you can attach to your listing uh, to use it's as nice. part of your marketing materials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're not just telling you a number. We're gonna we're gonna show you how we got what we did and why we included certain things or didn't include certain things. Cool. And and. You know, we want to aid realtors in helping their their marketing package. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all about knowing what the like. A lot of people have a house that's you know, there's no way that you can know what the floor plan actually looks like, right? Unless you had like the Matterport thing, right. we can we can show a scanned uh, floor plan, but you guys actually sketch it out mm-hmm. uh, in a professional format and yep. um, provide that. Right. And gen- generally, the standard is. You know, he's sketching just the perimeter of whatever your square footage is. Yeah. Um, he's labeling the rooms. And then he can get them. If you haven't done your listing yet and you want the room measurements, he can knock out those room measurements for you. We have had some upgrades for like a house up in New Braunfels that we did that we actually did sketch out the interior walls for them. It okay. takes a little bit more time, so it's a little bit of an upgrade charge, but all of that's doable too. Yeah, right. but in the grand scheme of things, from what I understand, I mean, your guys' pricing for that type of service is super cheap. Like, I don't know why it's that cheap, but that's your guys's call but i mean it's such a valuable thing because if somebody's listing their house 
and they go off, say the agent doesn't know any better, and they go off the CAD mm-hmm. square footage, uh, or they go off of the, like they have the bill plan, sure. that square footage, uh, you know, you might be leaving, what, thousands of dollars on the table, potentially, sure. if sure. it's not right. That just happened to me. So, yeah. well, Hesion has a listing coming up, right? and I, we looked at the county for the square footage, and then I saw that an exact same house in the community was a few hundred square foot larger. Right. So I'm like, hmm, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> but I had earlier, you know, about two years ago, I sold a house in that community. And the uh, seller told me, they're like, hey, our square footage is really this. The mm. builder did us a solid and submitted smaller oh, square yeah. footage to the county so we'd save money. <laughs> Here we go. Yes. <laughs> right? So I was like, hmm, same builder built their house, but had built the other house too. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wonder what happened over there. Right. So I reached out to my clients, well, he's his clients, and I told him, hey, look, got to call them, spend the money, because even if there's a, a 100 square foot difference, you're going to make your money up. And right. I, I can't remember the exact square footage difference, but I think it was about 220, 230, yeah. something, something like that, right? <laughs> that's a lot. And, it's a big difference. Well, if you're at 150 a square foot, yeah, and you're at 200, that's $30,000 right there. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Right? So they, because they listened to me and because of the service that you provided, they basically, if you look at it this way, they invested $1 to make like $300,000. So the cost when you're selling a house, the cost that you charge is, it's a penny right. in that pond, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because if you're buying a $100,000 house and the fees, I'm not going to get into fees because I know it depends. It depends. Um, <laughs> So let's just let's just keep things simple because it's simple math. Buying a hundred thousand dollar house, it costs a hundred dollars to get this inspection done. You're not even at one tenth of a percent, mm-hmm. so it's very very minimal. Yeah. So, and again, that's not their pricing. I'm just using it to keep things <laughs> so simple. You're pretty close. It's with one fifty mm-hmm. for a standard house, unless right. we have complexity things, which we're only going to get into the complexity stuff when we're over about four thousand square feet. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't happen a whole lot. So about, I mean, one hundred and fifty dollars to potentially you Make know thirty thousand yeah. dollars. I can now list their house for thirty thousand dollars more. There you go. Because they spent one hundred and fifty dollars. And that's just one side of it. So we've been talking about the money that might be left on the table. There's the other side of it. And if you remember in the Texas Realtor magazine back in June, there was an article and I think it was the front page cover and it said the listing square footage was wrong. The buyer sued and won. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if you're not doing your due due diligence, isn't there language that says that tax records were never intended yes. to be relied we, on for square footage of a home? So we are members of um, ATA Association of Texas Appraisers, mm-hmm. and our latest class that we set in on was five hours on be, how the county records were never intended to be relied upon for square footage. They don't get out for the most part and drag a tape mm-hmm. on most properties. They're going on. It's it's just. It's dangerous. It's and you've got states, I'm, I'm, don't quote me on this, I'm pretty sure it's Kentucky, that now you have to have a verified sketch mm. of your property before you're going to list it. And I would love to see that come to Texas. Yeah. I mean, not only would it be great for our business, but it also yeah. the CYA effect well, for realtors. Well, here's, I wonder where that was at, because at least for Sabor, you have to mark, and with Central Texas MLS, you have to mark where you're getting the square footage source. Yeah, from. you got to mm-hmm. verify where right? the source is. But in the agent remarks... My 
I guess hopefully you see the CYA part yes. it is <laughs> verified. But please verify yes. measurements, right. room yes. dimensions, and anything important to your client. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to so, start putting in there call Texas Measurement Solutions correct. to verify square footage and size. Yep. <laughs> and a, a lot of people on their listings have appraiser as their source, but they've just gone off county tax records. Yeah. Right? yeah. So maybe they. Yeah, well, the problem is, is a lot of people think the county. Is, is an, an appraiser, appraiser because it says it's appraisal yes. district. Right. They're not, but they're assessors. So the to get rid of that convolution, they should change it to the assessor's office versus right. the appraiser's office. Right. So, so you, for the most part, like as a whole, if we averaged it all out, do you think taxpayers on properties are getting sort of not so much robbed um, for their property tax valuations, or do you think that some of them are making out more? Like, what does the the needle lean more towards? People making out good, or people kind of getting screwed over because the appraisals are wrong? So this is slightly dangerous territory to go into because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to make any I kind of hold you to it. All depends. There's a perception out there that appraisal values when I do my stuff will be above uh, the county. Right. Sometimes that's true. Yeah. I, we may even say a lot of times that's true, but that's in no way always true. Right. So mm-hmm. it just—I <laughs> think it depends on the market area too. Yes. Like you're probably right. Like it just well, depends on. It depends on the. It might take. It depends on what they have for exemptions too, right? Right. If you have your oh, homestead, yeah. they're going to be a little bit leaning on it. But if mm-hmm. you don't, they may think that you've got it as a rental property, especially if the mail to address is something different. Right. So they might tighten it up, maybe go up a little bit. Right. Um, just because they know it's a rental property or some secondary property too. It's more subjective so. than you think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like it would drive um, market valuations a lot. You know. Well, I guess market valuations. Um, typically, we we try to rely on that when we uh, dispute the taxes. We we try to go off of a market valuation on the house and say, "Hey, look, you know, you guys are appraising this valuation here, and you're assessing me at this amount." Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know the difference between the appraised value and the assessed value. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so the appraised value is what the county appraises or says that they think it's worth, and the assessment number is the value that they're taxing you percentage on, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And it depends on the difference. Is depends on the exemptions that you have right. or whatever. Um, a lot of people don't understand that, but what we do as real estate agents, I do this for people in my neighborhood. Um, I have the next door app and I'll go in there and I'll say, Hey, I'll give everybody a free CMA mm-hmm. and I do it twofold. Right? I do maybe generate some business. So somebody's looking to sell, right. they got a realtor that can do it, but it also, um, opens up a line of communication for the neighbors to know that, Hey, there is a way to dispute this, right. you know, over crazy overvaluation, but it's hard to do that when a builder, like in our neighborhood, they're going to put four, 400 houses in this neighborhood. Yeah. And when you bought your house back in 2012, built it brand new, it cost you, you know, $320,000. And now they're selling that same square footage or floor plan that they're building still for 460. Mm-hmm. And then the county's just raising everybody's levels up. Yep. And everybody's freaking out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But there's always the one guy that came in and did stamped concrete, a basketball court in the back <laughs> with a full pool and a pergola, and he's like, why is my valuation so high? Oh, like, well, yeah. They, just, they, they don't not <laughs> you don't, see that. You don't mind going over there and playing in the pool and shooting <laughs> right. hoops. So. Right. <laughs> like they, yeah. they don't not see that. They do aerial uh, imagery on yeah. occasion and see what Google Earth has messed it up for everybody. <laughs> well, it's a good thing too. Um, some people will call in and they're they're weary. Yeah. They're like, uh, I want you, but I know I'm 
I know I'm bigger, but we don't report anything to the county. We yeah, have no, we have like no affiliation. <laughs> you wouldn't believe on the appraisal side how many times I'm inside a house and they kind of whisper to me and they say, now the county's not going to get a copy of this report, are they? <laughs> right. say, no. No, no, no. Don't worry, man. We, we don't shake hands with the county regulation. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's interesting, cool. man. That's that's really that's cool. awesome. Well, it's definitely a good service to have. Definitely very affordable. And when you look at the grand scheme of things, right? Because if you if you spend one hundred fifty dollars and you even found say two square foot difference, you've doubled your money, right? Mm-hmm. Your investment theoretically, depending on what the price per square foot is in that community or whatever. But uh, definitely worthwhile. Yeah. So, where do you guys typically see your most of your business coming from right now? I mean, you being in your first year of business, I kind of want to talk about the business aspect mm-hmm. of it, not so much the the service that you provide. We can kind of dip into that every now and then. But as far as business goes, I mean, how is business for you guys? Is it really taking off? Do you see um, a lot more um, reception to the thing? Definitely. The, most of our business comes from realtors, yeah. and it's word of mouth with realtors. So, you know, we'll get somebody that says, hey, I just gave your name to this guy because he they have no idea what the if this area is going to be included. So it's kind of just passing it along. But like you said, it's, it's sort of we're really trying to make this part of the integral part of the process. Yeah. So we're also still in the education phase where we're telling people like, you really should do that. If why you don't have important. a prior appraisal yeah. with a sketch, why not spend right. $150 for CYA and to not leave money on the table or not have a surprise during yeah. the appraisal where you're like, Oh, this house is 300 square feet smaller right. than I thought. So now it's going to kill the deal. Right? Yeah. Because they might think that that's wrong. When the appraisal comes in, right. it's 300 square feet smaller. They're like, well, that's not right. And that's why my appraisal went low. Oh, yeah. But at least they have the verification to know, like, right off the bat. They're like, yeah. hey, look, this is verified square footage. Yep. Um, now yeah. there's no, you know, ghost in, you know, behind the door. Like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, and a lot of people get thrown by that. They kind of take BCAT as as gospel. Right. And it's it's, it's nowhere. If you knew what mm-hmm. we knew about this, it's mm-hmm. nowhere near it. Well, talk about, like, the, you know, one of your worst case scenarios. Like, what have you seen? Like, a tragic deal that just... There is that. Remember that? Well, not tragic, but on the leaving money on the table. Do you remember that open door property that we did? Yes. So, you know, you're talking about iBuyer situations. <coughs> yeah. People are just grabbing that GLA off the tax records. But it was like 450 square feet bigger than so what they open thought. Than what BCAT. So these people left like tens of thousands of dollars on the table. Wow. So so what would happen is when Open Door came in mm-hmm. and they did all their stuff, mm-hmm. they went off of what Bear County's... Yeah, yep. and, and the difference isn't even in an iBuyer there. If you've got a realtor that's coming in and they're just trusting BCAT, right. they also would have left that money on the table. And yeah. the commission that they could have gotten compared to if they would have spent the $150, mm-hmm. like, it's wow. just phenomenal. Yep. And then you've got, you know, the one you went to a couple weeks ago down in Lavaca. That guy, he was... Uh, you guys go all the way down to Lavaca? Yeah. That's far. Oh, that was Lavaca, Texas. Lavaca neighborhood. Yes. Oh, I was like, holy <laughs> crap. No. That's an upgrade, Sean. <laughs> like, these guys got some wheels on them. We'll go anywhere for the right price. It's fine. <laughs> but you went, and that guy, he said, oh, man, I need you to come in because I'm about to list this. BCAD's got it wrong. So he went in and With the ceiling heights you're talking yep, about. Yep. They wanted to include the, a little uh, game room upstairs, uh, but the ceiling heights were below seven feet. And according to uh, appraisal ANSI standards, it should not be included. So I had to tell him, 
can you know, I, I wouldn't include it when you market yeah. it. So in that situation, was he a little let down when he got his sketch and it pretty much was on board with BCAD and he didn't have that extra area? Yes. But would he have totally over-marketed his or over-listed his house and yeah. then possibly have killed the deal at the closing table when the appraisal comes in and that part's not included? Right. So. And that's the way we want to market our TMS is that we, we want to help realtors be as informed as possible mm-hmm. to their clients. So when you're talking to them, you have certainty of what you're saying. You have documents to back it up. And, and it's just it just makes everyone look better in the process. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. it improves public trust in everything that we're doing in, in the industry. Yeah. yeah. How far have you guys traveled? Like what's the farthest you've done? A- um, were you guys based out of New Braunfels? So we're San Antonio. We're North okay. Central 281, 1604 area, and we'll we do primarily Bear County, but of course we you're do, going to Mico next week out yeah. by Medina Lake, yeah. and okay. um, we'll right. go up. You know, we'll do Medina, yeah. Comal, Kendall, yeah. Wilson, we, we all the surrounding areas okay. we'll go to. Yeah. So sixty odd miles is pretty normal. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's not bad. I, I kind of stretch myself a little bit too. Depends on if I have access to the MLS there if I really want to stretch myself but yeah i think david's like a local guy he don't want to travel no more than 20 miles <laughs> you know in a bit because colleen's just down the street oh crap i forgot about that he did a deal on colleen's yeah i was like oh passes just down the street yeah you know in our name texas measurement solutions it's not san Antonio measurement solutions so our eventual goal is to make sure that we have trained and qualified home measurement specialists in each yeah. of our major cities so that so that we'll be able to support realtors across the state. We're working on Austin right now, yeah. okay. trying to get somebody uh, on board with us that we're in talks with that's in Austin. Say, that's probably a better yep. first mm-hmm. jump. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Houston as well. We're trying to get yeah. out to Houston as well. So. so talk about that part of it. I mean, what is the... When you're looking for a qualified person, what is the ideal candidate to come in and be with the company? I mean, what's that look like? So ideally, we want appraisers, um, just hard workers. We want people that aren't going to fudge numbers. We want somebody that's honest, that's going to report the house as it is so we don't have to be there holding hands and we can really trust what they're saying. And we do an extra certification, too. So not only is he have appraisal experience over the past 15 years, but he's also a home measurement specialist. Okay. So there's um, some appraisers that do education and they've done a couple courses. I think it was about 10 extra hours, but it's just really deep diving into ANSI standards, what's included, what's not, best practices right. to make sure that everybody's all on the same page. Cause that's a big deal for us. We want somebody that's going to measure, if somebody's working for us in Austin, they're going to measure that house exactly the same as Colby would here in San Antonio. Right. 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 Yep. Yeah, you have to have that direct carbon copy of yourself yes. when yep. you're expanding a business. And that's kind of what David and I see uh, when we're trying to bring agents in with us is we, we want them to have the same you know mm-hmm. moral standards that we have. Mm-hmm. Because we're literally, like we say this all the time in the interviews, like you're literally putting our name exactly. on your chest and yep. walking yeah. around with it. I mean, it's important. Um, so when you guys are kind of setting up your your company here and you're in your first year of business, have you seen like some massive growth like the... The first year, has it been just on fire, or are you guys kind of slowly pouring into it, or how's that looking? It's 
seems to tick up month by month. Mm -hmm. We're getting more and more as word gets out there and we're starting to market more to realtors. It seems like we get in with a we'll get in with a certain <laughs> realty team. Yeah. And then once some of their members use us, yeah. you can see more yeah. people yeah. from that. Yeah. 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 It's kinda like a spider web. It's kinda like the coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it started with one yeah. and except for now it's in every helpful. continent, right? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um so if you guys are, you know, trying to market your company like what avenues do you guys use to market the company like how do you how does anybody find you i mean how do they even know like what you do is there any competition out there that you're worried about instagram's been huge yeah um it's basically i mean you guys have a really good who does all your photos I well no we had well our professional photos that we had done was cloverbud photography she was awesome yeah those your instagram feed is it's got great content on it. Oh, good. Yeah, it looks. <laughs> no, it looks like something that so, you know this big major corporation would put out, like or a, or a content creator would put out. It's like very well thought. Awesome. awesome. So you guys are doing That's a really what we're good going job. for. Good. So yeah. I mean, because realtors this day and age, if you're successful, you're on social media, you're yeah. you're you're out there, and so we're trying to connect. We're trying to go where realtors are. Yeah. And then we're also just trying to get our our business name out there. We just did San Antonio Barbecue Cookoff, which benefits you know the scholarships for kids. And so we had big banner with our name on it, got everybody involved, and it's more just about kind of awareness right now. Yeah. And as far as the referrals go, we're kind of letting that be grassroots because the great part is we not only have Texas Measurement Solutions, but we also run an appraisal business too. So we're kind of yeah. balancing both of them. Right. But it, Texas Measurement Solutions is our definite, Yeah. it's our baby right now. Are you going to be at the New Raffles Home and Garden Show? We, we should. We should. You should. I know. Yeah. We're going to be there. Yeah. We're going to be there. Yeah. So I know. Y'all need to let us know this. where all the realtors are going, and we're there. <laughs> I, I think something that would be important for you guys Happy to hour. look into yes. would be, um, you know, Sabor puts on classes all the time. Yeah. And yeah. getting in there and doing those food treat things like a lot of the lenders and inspectors do. We tried, unfortunately, because of their um, bylaws, we checked into it because he's also an appraiser. Okay. They they what won't about champions. They won't let us. Uh, oh, that's a yeah, good idea. Yeah, you think about champions, too. Yeah. Um, because there's, you know, there's brand new agents all the way up to mm -hmm. the most experienced agents that are going through there taking classes yeah. and courses or, you know, here's another thing. And David and I are working on, you know, our, our training every week we do, uh, classes and stuff like that for our agents and mm -hmm. anybody that really wants to show up. Um, so he's going to have like some people come in and speak mm -hmm. uh, a 10, 15 minute spiel. Um, so maybe you guys want to come in and talk to yeah. our agents and kind of spread the word and. And as our company sort of grows, we're gonna we're gonna be doing some stuff at builders, um, like the the model homes and stuff right. like that. And um, so it's something I think that we should definitely partner up on oh, yeah. and uh, have you guys in for sure. And because I, I just think it's like such a, a unique thing that I didn't even think about before. And I I don't know any other company that does it. I mean. I, Wait, you tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't. Not specifically. So a lot of people will call appraisers, yeah. and but then a lot of times I feel like because we've talked about in a prior podcast mm -hmm. that there's there's sometimes some tension between realtors and appraisers. Yeah. But our goal you with bring Texas, that down. yes, yeah. and but uh, uh, that's our goal with Texas Measurement Solutions is like our role in this company is yeah. we're standing in your corner. Yeah. Like, like bridge the gap between that yes. appraiser, realtor. We're on know. your team. Exactly. We're here to support you. <clears throat> you know, we're the busser, we're the hostess, we're yeah. making it happen and you're, you're pulling it all in. So, yeah. Yeah. I, th I don't know. I, we looked into a lot of different, you know, marketing strategies and try to figure out where we kind of fit in the thing. But I think, like you said, you know, social media is obviously a huge part of, 
how we get our name out there right. and we build a big following. Um, but I, I think as you work through and network with all these different agents and all that, I think the business is going to grow for you guys because I just see there's a huge need for it, um, right. obviously. So and I know as I do more deals, I always mention, but I, I want to get some more uh, marketing material from you guys so Definitely. that we can kind of put that in our, our deal because David and I really, we pride our, ourselves on uh, surrounding ourselves with the, the right uh, industry professionals. And that's mm-hmm. the reason why we have people on the podcast, right? We, if you listen to our podcast, it's all about the vendors and industry professionals that we deal with on a daily basis. Right. And we basically have a zero strike rule. Like if somebody's doing something wrong or we don't like the way that they're doing business or, you know, whatever, we just don't associate with them. Mm-hmm. So right. we, we want to build um, our brokerage model is really based off of a one-stop shop. We want, we want an answer for everything. You got an issue. We're obviously with real estate agents. We're problem solvers by mm-hmm. nature, right? And so we want to have a whole portfolio of, of you know, solutions, right? Right. And uh, Texas Measurement Solutions is one of those yes. that we definitely want to use. Um, so, what's going on? Like, what's a typical day? I mean, do you guys, you don't have like a, a booking system where you guys are just getting calls on on random, or do you guys kind of fill that in and? and certain parts of the week or how does it look for you guys? So I run the office. I schedule all those appointments. Um, with TMS, it's really easy because we can get them out there pretty fast. Yeah. Just kind of depending on what other stuff he has booked. Yeah. Um, and generally, I mean, a lot of these we get back same day, but we promise within 24 to 48 hours. Yeah. Um, but nine times out of 10, you're getting it back pretty fast. Um, so it's primarily our appraisal stuff and we kind of fit it in yeah. with our daily schedule gotcha. of, of the appraisal. But I answer all the phone calls. My name is Brandy. And actually, if you if you want to reach us, you can call us at 210-463-9059 or help at TexasMeasurementSolutions.com. Um, we'll get back to you right away, get you scheduled, get it back. Please follow us on Instagram. Oh, yes, please, because I've heard it's a very good feed. What's the Instagram? At at Texas Measure. Okay. And then what's the, do you guys have a Facebook? Yes, it's also uh, facebook.com slash Texas Measure. Okay. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I really appreciate you guys coming in. I think, I mean, 34 minutes of an episode is not too bad. I mean, we kind of thought in the beginning, like, what the heck are we going to talk about? (laughs) With the good stuff. David, you got anything else you want to talk about? No, so any questions? Take the time. No, I don't have any questions. No questions. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to do a plug, man. There you go. <laughs> Not for my head. <laughs> but hey, if you're looking at buying or selling a house, maybe take the opportunity to spend $150 because you never know how much it's going to save you, right? Like on the buying end, you may be able to negotiate a lower price because the square footage is wrong. On the selling end, you may be able to get a better price because the square footage is wrong. Mm-hmm. $150, bucks, that is going out to the Japanese steakhouse and feeding four people. Oh yeah, I don't yes. think that's literally what it is. Yeah, I don't think you could eat you know, for I know. less than two hundred and four people. I know. Yeah, so I'm just trying to put it into yeah some perspective. Yeah. Right? Well, that's a tangible, you know, correlation right there. Oh yeah. Thanks. I'm kind of deep. I like that. <laughs> I like it too. Our, our thing is that it's it's this is people's biggest asset for most people, and there's just there's no reason not to know. Yeah. You yeah. Need, you need to know, especially when you're going to sell it. You you want to know. Yeah. You don't want to guess. You don't want to assume that the county or, or anyone else is right. Unless you have an appraisal sketch yeah. for that thing, which I tend to trust. If you don't have one of those, I would get it measured. Yeah. Well, I learned something in my military time was like documentation beats conversation mm-hmm. 100% of the time. If you got documentation to back something up that you're saying, yep. it's unrefutable. Now, it's up to the judge, jury, whoever's going to be the decision maker, but at least you have it documented. 
and you don't have to say much more because it's clear. You know, I know that if I was a buyer. I mean, it just makes me feel a lot more confident. Yeah. The more that you can show them as a realtor, I'm, you know, my confidence <coughs> level goes way up. Yeah. Yeah. I like to present a clear and strong case on either side and, and using your service is definitely something that it's going to help out for sure. Um, well, thanks for coming in, guys. I don't, I don't, I'm going to let you guys get back to your, your busy days. I'm sure you got something else going Thank on. What you, you got? Hold on. I got a little thing, too, Time right? Time out. So the good thing about it is because you're an appraiser, can you get into a house? Can you set up an appointment through showing time to get into the house yes. to where nobody needs to be there, to where it's yes. more convenient yes. for everybody? Yes. Yes. So yes. We, we have super access. So oh, good. that's a that's good, a job. Yeah. good observation. So, yep. yes, that's we why have, I got him around. He's so smart. <laughs> yes. We have super access, and we can, we can access the homes, and uh, you don't need to be there. We can keep this as uh, easy, mm-hmm. least of a pain as possible. And yeah. so what are we looking at a turn? I forgot to ask this. Turnaround time. Like when you guys show up on site, how long does it take you guys to perform? 24 to 48 hours. Mm-hmm. 24, yep. 24 to 48, 48 hours. hours. Okay. Yes. See, like I do it all the time. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not, not it's the like report. being married. <laughs> I mean, like the actual time you guys are on site. Oh, oh may, uh, less than 30 minutes. Yeah, 30 minutes. And that's for the standard average house. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Cool. Yep. Which is under 4,000 square foot. Under or 4, at 4,000 and below. Or if we get a picture of the house and it's got... 3,000 different angles. <laughs> if it's 2,000 square feet, we're still probably upcharging on something like that, but it's very a custom rare. build with like circular rotunda walls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Those are a pain in the butt, I'm sure. Yes. Good deal. Well, I uh, just got to cut pi times squared up to. I'm not good at math. Yeah, so. don't start going math. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pass that one. I'll pass that one. Thank Thank y'all. Thank y'all for having us. Absolutely. Well, until next time, guys, I appreciate everybody tuning into the podcast. Um, if you want to reach us on um, Instagram, we're at San Antonio Realty Pros, and then our Facebook is at San Antonio Realty Pros. Um, email us at info at San Antonio Realty Pros.com. And we'll see you anything, next time. San Antonio Realty Pros. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.